Hi, I'm Casey Kalsman, a 2022 Mirage Challenge scholarship winner, and here's what Mirage Challenge means to me. It means staying true to myself and not giving in to peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means setting a positive example for generations to follow. It means growing old and helping others do the same. I'm Casey Kalsman, and I accept Mirage Challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are viewed tough. Today's podcast is presented by Thriftway Superstops. Stop by your neighborhood Thriftway today and find a clean, friendly, professional, and safe environment. You will never find a casino at Thriftway. Thriftway's fountain drinks also taste just like they are supposed to. That is a big deal for me, and I definitely cannot say that about other convenience stores. Download the TLC app and every sixth fountain drink is free. You can also take advantage of big discounts on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, and fresh brewed coffee. TLC members also receive five cents off every gallon of top-tier fuel each and every day. Stop by your neighborhood Thriftway today because everybody deserves some TLC. Thriftway Superstops is a proud sponsor of the Buttecast. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world. You, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Woo-hoo! Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Proud to be from Butte, America, USA. As I've mentioned before, you don't have to be famous to have a good story to tell. Actually, sometimes the most important stories come from the people we've never met or never heard of before. Butte's Elizabeth Gardner has one of those stories. Over the past several years, Gardner has gone through hell and back. On May 5, 2019, she lost her daughter, Bridget Mallow, to cystic fibrosis. She was only 15. After a bout of depression following her daughter's passing, Elizabeth nearly died from covid In fact, she was expected to die. She said she was sent home with instructions to call for hospice care. She never made that call. Today, Elizabeth is still battling. She said she needs a lung transplant, and she gets by with help from an oxygen tank. Elizabeth, though, is not just fighting for herself. She's working with the Care Committee in Butte to try to raise awareness about the homeless problem. The Care Committee is made up of various organizations and individuals, including people who have experienced homelessness themselves. CARE stands for Compassion, Action, Resources, and Education. Elizabeth stands for all those, too, and she has a story to tell. Boy, does she. Earlier today, I met with Elizabeth at the Venus Rising Espresso House to hear her story. I could have talked to her for hours, but she had an appointment to get to, so we cut it off after only about an hour. This podcast, though, was a good start to hearing that story. Please give it a listen. You might come away with a little more compassion and a little more awareness of a huge problem. I appreciate so many people reaching out with suggestions for guests for the podcast. As you know, Butte has no shortage of characters, and I want to get to them all. Please tell your friends about the Buttecast and show those who are less than technologically savvy how they, too, can listen in. Also, please support our sponsors and tell them thank you for bringing us these fun and important conversations. Now, let's get to know a Butte woman with one heck of a story to tell. Elizabeth Gardner.
Elizabeth, it's it's very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, of course, as I told you, I, I knew your dad pretty well when yes. he lived down the street from me, and I, I I sure miss that guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know the not only the the conversations that I'd have with him, you know, I'd, I think I'd stop and talk to him at least four days a week. You know, we'd sit in the sidewalk and BS for 10, 15 minutes, but he was our night watchman. Yes. And our day watchman. Yes. Round the clock. If yeah, someone he tried made to sure. do anything wrong in our neighborhood, he was there to call him out. Yeah. And yeah. not afraid to call him out. Not afraid. <laughs> no. Not afraid. Yeah. So I, I, I when he passed, I, I just, just heartbroken and I, my condolences for that. That Thank must have you. been a tough loss. Thank you. And uh, also your uh, your nephews, uh, Dominic and Clayton. Oh yes, they are my best friends. Oh yes, they they're down my house almost daily. Yes, and uh, I've had to fix uh, Dominic's bike a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> flat tire. But those guys, are, they, I get a kick out of those too, especially the way he looks after his little brother. I know it. You know? And don't they just look identical? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're they're good kids. Yeah. But uh, now you look like you're doing pretty well these days. Well, you know. Um, I lost my daughter four years ago, yeah. May 5th, and uh, she would have graduated yesterday. And uh, my nephew um, wore his tux that he had, we had pictures put on and uh, walked across the stage with her with the tux underneath yeah. the gown. And uh, she got a tassel for graduation. Well, that's pretty nice. Yes. And so she graduated. Yeah. Did you go to the ceremony? Mm-hmm. And uh, we got pictures made up graduation pictures and we fit her in with my nephew Braden so no oh, yeah so she didn't miss out on none of that yeah well that well, that must have been kind of tough for you though anyway even though I mean yes because it I mean even though that's a really nice moment that had to be pretty tough just to be there and yes you know but I've learned in this life because I've lost so many people yeah I've lost my mom's whole side of the family and most of my dad's yeah and um uh, Bridget taught me how to live life to the fullest. Yeah. She would do the craziest things, and she would make me do the craziest things, like obnoxious things. <laughs> and I never understood why until now. And like every day, something else will kick in, and why you should appreciate your life. Yeah. And I almost lost my life to COVID after my daughter passed away, and now I'm on uh, four to six liters of oxygen permanently, and they say I need a lung transplant. So, oh geez. And so Bridget, being real tiny, and she could eat a bunch of calories. Yeah. Me, <laughs> I blew up really big from the steroids, and now I got to lose weight on oxygen. Yeah. yeah. They those sent steroids me back. Are, those steroids yeah. are rough. They sent me back with a challenge. <laughs> so, but I'm doing it. Yeah. Because I want to show people that. No matter what happens to you in this life, if you can look life every day in the face and say you're beautiful and you're worth being here and fight for every day and every moment in it, that's what matters. Is that what uh, Bridget, because she battled uh, cystic, cystic fibrosis? fibrosis. Yeah, yep. and, and that's a disease which you just know it's a matter of time. You're not going to live to be 85 years old no, with no, cystic fibrosis, right. you know. Uh, is that something you learned from her just by seeing her knowing knowing the odds that were stacked against her and still facing it every day? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I always knew that she was going to die at 15. Yeah. I did. And so... Um, is that something the doctors told you or just kind of kind of um, what they told you and kind of your hunch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I've always had this really good intuition because I love so deeply. You know, when you love deeply, you care, you're connected to your soul a little bit more than most people. Yeah. And I never understood why people were so ugly. And after my daughter passed away, I've seen the most ugliest things happen. Really? And, and because I kept asking why. Hmm. And when you keep asking, you'll get shown why. And yeah. now I don't ask why no more. <laughs> yes, I've got the message. Yeah. And um, almost dying. And it, I'm not afraid to die. I mean, dying is comfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's real, real peaceful. And so the love you feel on the other side is, it's immense. I, you can't even put it into words. There's no words to put it in. But so dying to me is, I'm not afraid to do that. But I am not afraid to live either. And yeah. so um, I've been, I've lost almost 60 pounds so far since I've got out of the hospital. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good on that. Yeah. And um, my boys, they encourage me every day because they sent me home to die. They were sending me home on, I was supposed to call hospice. No kidding. And how long ago is this? Um, in the end of January, um, January 30th of 2022. Oh, okay. And they were sending me home to a nursing home, but um, I had fell out of the chair and busted my high flow machine off my face, and I almost died. They had to bring me back to life, and um, so I missed my ambulance ride because they couldn't sustain my oxygen to get me to Butte. Huh. And so uh, my son picked me up, but I didn't have the heart to tell my boys that they were sending me home to die, that I was supposed to call hospice. Yeah. I never called hospice. You just didn't make the call? Huh? No. Was that kind of like giving up if you call hospice? Is that how you saw it? Yeah. No. Yeah. And I never call for physical therapy. I've done plenty of physical therapy in my life. I've All I've done is take care of people in my life. That's what I do. People are my passion. Yeah. And so now I've had to learn how to make myself my passion. <laughs> and so... And turn that around take care of yourself. Well, huh? yes. Yeah. And so like with Bridget, I would always be on top of her about her medicine. And yeah. so... You know, I still get depressed, you know, because of the situation and, you know, going from being able to just do everything to having to slow down and appreciate life, you know? Yeah. And so it was frustrating. Sometimes it still is. But for the most part, I kind of like slowing down some. And yeah. it, because you get to look around and see the beauty in life. People are going so fast that they forget to stop and look at the beautiful people that are on the side of the road, or they forget to stop and just make somebody smile. Yeah. And, or they forget to ask their kids how school went. Um, with Bridget, I learned to appreciate life. She made me flag a sign one time. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, she did. And I was driving home and uh, she's seen a guy on the side of the road flagging a sign. And I looked over, okay? Yeah. And well, she goes, Mom, what are they doing over there? And I look over because I'm driving. It's traffic in Washington. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, they're trying to make money. And she looks at me and she goes, you mean you can make money doing that? <laughs> and I said, Bean, we're yeah. not doing it. <laughs> Bean. She goes, oh, if you can make money doing it, 
we're doing it. And <laughs> all the way home, I'm begging her, Bean, please, please don't make me do this. You're chronically yeah. ill. I'm thinking to myself, yeah. this is not good, man. Please don't make me do this. She goes, oh. So we go pulling into the drive-in. And I'm like, okay, Bean, if we're doing it, please don't put anything about being sick on there. Yeah. And she goes, don't worry, Ma. I got this. <laughs> And so she comes back out and yeah. with this sign, and I'm out there praying. You know, yeah. I'm not even joking. I'm praying because yeah. I know she's going to make me do this. But she comes out and she goes, stranded, trying to get back to Montana. <laughs> so I grab all her McDonald's that we just got, Kay. Yeah. Her Uno cards, a blanket, and uh, the sign. And I'm driving around and I'm praying. Okay. <laughs> and I find this church. And up the hill was this fabulous tree, Kay. Yeah. But it was kind of still on the corner. But up the hill, I didn't care what religion it was. It was a perfect tree, you know. Yeah. I didn't care what church it was. I was like, thank you, God, for the spot, you know. Yeah. And so I laid the blanket out, and we're sitting there, and we're playing Uno. And about seven hands of sitting through Uno, she goes, we ain't making no money like this. She grabs a sign, and she goes running to the corner with the sign. <laughs> and the lights over there are seven and a half minutes. And she starts knocking on the windows <laughs> to the people. Can't you see we're stranded? I'm going, oh, Lord. Oh, She made 60 bucks at that one stop sign. Nice. And she, yeah, she comes up the hill and she goes, Mom, look at this money I got. I'm like, good girl. She goes, I'm like, okay, we can go now. You know, and she yeah. goes, I just got started. I said, Bean, we can go now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes. She yeah. made me do stuff like that all the time. And um, hickabilly country, when we'd drive back and forth to the hospitals all the time, we'd always come up with something, and uh, she made hickabilly country. And I was like, Bean, what's hickabilly country? And she goes, you know when the hicks met the hillbillies? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> hickabilly country. Yeah. Yeah. And she wanted us to do her own town, call it Bean Town. Hey, yeah, that was her trip from Great Falls one time. She was so funny, so so funny. Uh, now, did you? Uh, did she grow up in Butte much of her life, or because you you grew up in Butte? Yes, she did. Um, this is Bean's town. That's why we call her Bean Town. Yeah. And uh, Bean knows a lot of people, and I'm known as Bean's mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she certainly was. Uh, she was pretty famous there towards the end. Absolutely. She and was famous her whole life. That's yeah. why I always told her, Mama's going to yeah. make you famous. Yeah, she, uh, well, the celebration of her life not long before she passed yeah. was something out of a movie. Oh, yes, it was beautiful. You know, yeah. She wanted her funeral because we were sitting there when they made the decision that she could stop her medicine. Mm -hmm. And I could have said, I don't agree with that decision and made her live. Yeah. But because I seen the damage that had been done to her body and because she was 15 years old and... When a 15-year-old can come to you and tell you that I'm ready to go and she was willing to do whatever needed to be done and go through the pain and her guts re-exploding again because of not taking the enzymes, she was willing to go through all that to go home. And I always told her, God led you to me as you were. Perfect. And so because of that, I've been able to do amazing things with being we got to go on a five-star uh, cruise ship around Puget Sound. No. And they shut down the whole I-5 for these three buses for the Ronald McDonald House. Okay. And everybody's on there like they're going to a funeral. Yeah. And I'm on there in my capri shorts, like I'm fresh <laughs> out the hospital, just threw my hair up, you know. Yeah. Don't even know where we're going, but we're going to yeah. go, yeah. you know. And we're on there, and everybody's like, they're going to a funeral. And I'm like, there's people on the side of the road waving, taking pictures. I'm like, 
what are you guys doing? We're famous. Roll down your yeah. windows and wave. Because I'm always causing the scene. Because yeah. Bean liked that. She liked the Tedda. Yeah. And so I liked to bring her the Tedda in life. And so all the way down there, I'm like, watch. Our dead people are going to bring us some killer whales because God knows we ain't ever seen no killer whales in their natural yeah. habitat. And we ain't never been on a five-star cruise with some five-star <laughs> Christmas dinner. Yeah. And everybody kept looking at us like we were crazy. <laughs> well, it was getting to be about dinner time, and we served up our plates, and we were sitting down, and it looked like something out of the Titanic where you got all the, the silverware yeah. and the fancy plates. And I was like, geez, this was really fancy, you know? Yeah. And uh, we hear whales off the left side. And I'm like, told you. But I started taking a bite of this fabulous food. And everybody takes off running. So I'm like, okay, better go look. And we go outside, and there's eight killer whales. Eight of them. Eight of them dancing around our boat. I'm not kidding. Coming up out of the water, and everybody's hugging us, thanking us for the our dead people and the killer whales. <laughs> and the captain brings us up in front of the ship. And here I am. I've got my hair thrown up because I'm chilling in the hospital. My comfortable clothes. You know, everybody else is looking fabulous, you know. I <laughs> am. <laughs> Looking fabulous. Yeah. And uh, they thanked me and my dead people for the killer whales. And I said, I told you guys, God knows I never seen no killer whales. <laughs> and my baby deserves killer whales. And yeah. so, yeah, eight of them. And, and that, they, that's pretty unusual, too, to see oh, that yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He goes, in 22 years I've been working here, I've never seen that many killer whales ever at one time. Yeah. It's funny how that works, huh? That's the way it works. Yeah. They say you ask, it's given. If you ask with pure intent, it's given. And so with Bridget's life, we did everything with the bestest of intentions. And she taught me to live on the edge and be crazy and wild and why not? Yeah. And so that's one thing I've had to learn to do with myself is to treat myself like I were Bridget. Yeah. And I got that message one day. I was just sitting there because I get frustrated, you know, because who wants to just work on themselves? All, I mean, it, but, you know, for four years now, a little over four years, she died May 5th, yeah. Cinco de Mayo. She always said she was a black guy trapped in a white girl body. <laughs> yep, that's what she said. She died yeah. on Cinco de Mayo. She was way gender confused. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Well, that, uh, losing a, a child, you know, my, my buddy Leo McCarthy lost his daughter. She was 14. When, you know, she was killed by a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never thought, you know, I thought about that time my daughter was four. And I was just hugging her to death, you know, the whole night after that happened. I didn't know how Leo could function. Because I don't know how I would function. That must be just, no, I mean, even though everything's good, that has to be, you know, your, your daughter, you your remember her in great times. Yes. And you remember the free spirit that she was yes. and, and stuff. But still, losing her yes. is devastating. Oh, it was devastating. Yeah. I lost my mind. Yeah. I ended up becoming agoraphobic, actually, for a while, where I couldn't leave my bedroom. Yeah. And, um, but I worked myself through it because I made a promise to my daughter when she was dying. And I looked her in the face and I told her, baby, when you cross over, I need you not to stay here and wait for mama. I said, don't worry about mama. I need you to go with whoever comes to get you, because if you don't, mama won't be able to find you. Mm-hmm. When I go, and I'm going into the light when I go, I said, so I need you to go there. So through the darkness over the last four years and getting COVID and ending up in my condition, I've really learned the value and appreciation of life. Hmm. And my boys, I got two boys that 
lost out on a lot because I spent a lot of time in the hospital with Bridget and uh, they're 23. They'll be, Josh will be 24 mm. on the 28th and then Nathan will be 22 on the 5th of July. Mm. And um, they are amazing boys. They, um, since I've been home from the hospital and I didn't pass away and I didn't tell my boys until a couple months ago that actually they were sending hospice. Yeah. And, but I'm like, look at me, I'm killing it, you know, cause <laughs> I got to show them too to lead by example yeah. that they're worth being here for too. Uh, cause they don't have kids yet. I want to watch them get married and mm. I want to prove to people that if you put your mind to something, you can do whatever you say you can do. You just have to believe in yourself. Let's hear it for this week's Lescavar Honda Athletes of the Week. Butte Miners Super Senior Kinley Leary and Butte Central Junior Ella Mudry. Leary receives the Boys Award after showing off his MVP form to lead the Miners to a 3-0 record at the season-opening Memorial Day Tournament at Three Legends Stadium. The MVP of last year's Class A State and Northwest Class A Regional Tournaments, Leary went 5-for-7 with a pair of triples and three walks in three games. He also pitched the distance in a five-inning win, striking out seven, walking one, and surrendering just two hits. Moodry earns the girls' honor after winning her second Class A state javelin title in three years. Moodry matched her personal best mark of 138 feet 8 inches to regain her crown during the Class A state meet in Laurel. Her winning toss beat 2022 champion Deja Fike of Laurel by 2 feet 7 inches. Moodry also won the event as a freshman before placing second as a sophomore. Congratulations, Kinley and Emma, and thank you, Lescavar Honda, for recognizing the hardworking student-athletes of the Mining City. Hey, Butte America, John Davis here at Lescavar Honda. It's that time of the year again where we want to say thank you for all your support and the votes in the Montana Standards Best of Butte and Beyond. You voted us the best new car dealership, the best used car dealership, best auto body repair, best place to get your oil changed, the best car salesman, and the best customer service. So June 9th is our customer appreciation day. Stop on down and see us and enjoy lunch on us here at Lescavar Honda. Are you looking for a place to host a special event or a party? Or just looking for a drink served by the best mixologist in town? Look no further than 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino. Take a step back in time and enjoy some of our signature cocktails such as an Old Fashioned or a Pink Mate. Stop in for happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday for $2 cans of your favorite beer or two for five seltzers or oil mixers. Or try one of our tap beers for just $5 along with weekly specialty cocktails. Located underneath the Miners Hotel where Butte locals receive a 20% discount on rooms, 51 Below has live music every Friday night. So stop by 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino for a good time with good friends and great drinks. And don't forget to dial five. Lockmer Plumbing is more than Butte's complete union plumbing shop. Whether it is sponsoring Little League Baseball, High School Athletics, Montana Tech, Youth Racing, 4-H, Mining City Christmas, Action Inc.'s Homeless Solution Program, Head Start, or Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Butte, Lockmer Plumbing is always looking out for the people of the mining city. Owned and operated by Troy and Amy Lockmer since 2002, Lockmer Plumbing can handle all your residential, commercial, and industrial plumbing needs as well as making repairs and installations on all plumbing and boiler systems. In the heart of Uptown Butte, Lockmer Plumbing can also assist on new construction and planning for your new home or development. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerPlumbing.com today. Lockmer Plumbing has your pipes covered and so much more. This message is brought to you by Anno Designs in Anaconda. I know what you're all thinking. Foley. 
You twit. Why are you letting this Anaconda hack get connected with the Buttecast? Well, folks, money talks. Anno Designs is a printing and direct-to-garment shop in Anaconda. But that's not all we do. We actually specialize in embroidery and graphic design. We also dabble in sign creation and vinyl banners, also decals for your motor vehicles. Now, there are so many great options for screen printers out there. Take 5518, for example. You all know the work John and company do in Butte. And like me, they support local guys like this who started a podcast. Really original. But if your current printer is too busy to get your job done in a timely fashion, why not give us a try? For a limited time only, all new businesses who place an order with Anode Designs will get their screen, embroidery, and graphic design origination fees waived. Just call 406-563-0121 or email anodesignsllc at gmail.com and use the code FOLEYWHO during the consultation. Anode Designs is a proud supporter of the Buttecast and is pushing hard to get more Anaconda talent on the show. Don't just take it from me. Listen to the buttery smooth voice of a Butte legend tell you. There's two things we like about Butte. It's 24 miles away and Tom O'Neill. Welcome to Copperhead Country. Did Now after Bridget passed, how was your... You, you just spent your time in your room for uh, long months? Oh, man, a long time. Uh, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now, where were you staying at? I was staying um, in my double wide that I had. Yeah. And I... Uh, that's where the kids would all come hang out because Bridget, she, yeah. I didn't allow her to go too many places because of her being sick. And uh, so all the kids would hang out at my house. Yeah. So I had a five bedroom, two bathroom, and we had games even in the bathroom because Bridget <laughs> liked to soak in the jetted tub, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, the kids had it going on. I learned how to do nails on YouTube in the hospital one time just so I could do the girls' <laughs> nails. Uh, we learned how to do everything on YouTube. Yeah. Everything, me and being, yeah. Even when I was in the hospital, I taught myself how to draw. Because I'm like, because I had to relearn how to walk again. I had to relearn how to yeah. feed myself, everything. Go to the bathroom. It was pretty humbling. Yeah. And uh, so when I was teaching myself how to draw, I wrote her a letter. And I just found it the other day. And I put it with her other letters that is by her table. And, and it was all kind of scratchy because my hands wasn't working right. Yeah. But... After that project, it was about Christmas time. And so I'm like, okay, Bean, show mom how you do it in the hospital. <laughs> so uh, I got some paper and I drew, hand drew the cards for the kids at the hospital because I called Rose at the Billings Clinic over there. And I asked her, I said, hey, Rose, it's Bean's mom. <laughs> and she goes, what are you doing? I said, well, actually, I'm trying to come back from COVID here. And I got to relearn how to use my hands, so I want to make some Christmas cards for the kids up there. I said, how many kids you got? And she goes, eight. And I said, perfect. Mm -hmm. So um, I asked the nurses to bring me a color book so I could trace them. Yeah. Well, I just it wasn't working out with the tracing thing. So I was like, okay, Bean. So I went into YouTube and found how to draw Christmas characters. <laughs> And so I just followed how they did it on the thing and drew Christmas characters and colored them. And then I wrote a poem in there from Bean and Santa. <laughs> to, and my, my uh, physical therapist, her name, the first time I meet her, it was like the second time I even sat up in the bed, okay? Mm -hmm. And so I'm concentrating on getting my body up because it's, it's not functioning very good. Yeah. And uh, so I just sit up and I got my head almost like right on her boobs, okay? And then she goes, I'm going to tell you one time and one time only. She goes, you're going to stand 
and that's it. And I looked up, and her name said Bridget right on the thing, spelt the same and everything. And no I was kidding. like, I no kidding. Uh-huh. I was like, well, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm standing up. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Really. What a you know, what a turn of events that is. Yeah. So, so she helped me come up with the poem from mm. Bridget and Santa, from being in Santa yeah. for the kids at the hospital. On our way to physical therapy, we had so much fun doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And when did, so you got COVID? Uh, was it quite? How long were you in the hospital? It was quite. I was a, in the uh, hospital for four months. I was on the ventilator. I went septic. Really? Uh huh. Not a lot of people went on the ventilator. Came yeah. off the ventilator. Right. Yeah. I, I went on the ventilator and I went septic with two different things, and um, I was on there for two weeks, and they were gonna pull the plug on me, but I woke up. I was supposed to wake up, yeah. and but when I woke up, I couldn't. I went to go look down, and my head just kind of rolled, yeah. like I had no control over my neck. And then I was tied to the bed, but I was trying to move my fingers, and I couldn't move my fingers. And I still had the tube down my throat, and it was the craziest experience. But I look over, and the only thing in my room besides all the equipment is Bridget's ashes. And I was like, yes, way to hang out with mom, you know? <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was a journey. It was. But going through everything in the depression after Bridget helped me get through with COVID. Because I'm like, okay, obviously, Bean's still talking to St. Peter at the gate about getting me in. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just doing some lobbying up there. Yeah. So I got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, you lost, uh, you said just so much of your, what all your mom's side of your family. Yes. And a lot in your dad, so you lose your dad. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did you get by? I mean, your, your kids are, they're, I mean, they're adults now, but they're. They're young. They're, they're young. They're not, you're not dependent on someone 20 years old to, well, to my boys take care have, of you. Well, my boy's been taking care of me for the last year. Yeah. Well, since January when I got out of the hospital, they've been supporting me. Yeah, and I, God bless him. I've got beautiful children, beautiful children, and I am grateful that they chose me to be their mom. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot to ask for them, and it's amazing. And, and they do, they, and they pull through, and they make sure I got clothes and eyelashes. I'm not kidding, just yeah. so I can be a girl, so I can stand in the mirror and and, and transform myself into mm-hmm. this person that I'm supposed to. Apparently, come back and do. I guess. <laughs> I <don't laughs> yeah. Well, what was? Uh, what? When did you hit your lowest point after that? Uh, my lowest point was um, uh, after my daughter's ashes got stolen out of my house. They got stolen out of your house. Yes, sir. Someone said they break in and steal a bunch of stuff. They broke in and stole their ashes out of my bed. Really. And. Um, when I called to get help, um, nobody showed up. Really? No, no. Called the authorities and nobody mm-hmm. came? Nope. And then I had, I guess somebody had went where the ashes were because there was a, a, a thing on Facebook for justice for being, mm-hmm. for uh, raising money to get her ashes back. And so I had told Ed Lester, I said, either you'll get my baby's ashes back, or I guess the streets will get them back. That's because yeah. there is a 
justice for being page up. And he said, I suggest you take that down. And I said, I'll take that as just that, sir, a suggestion. Mm-hmm. I'll, you, and yeah. with a suggestion, you can take it or leave it, and I'm leaving it. Yeah. And so um, I did get her ashes back, but not until after I had five officers show up to my house and try to accuse me of going into her house with a gun. And I was like, are you kidding me right yeah. now? So somebody I, you knew who took them? Yes. Took the ashes? Yes, 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 yes. And because I couldn't prove it, there was nothing I could do. They told me it's just theft of an object. Yeah, it's not and an object. That's not an object, man. That's my baby. Yeah. Okay, I've sat in many waiting rooms waiting for her to get out of surgery yeah. by myself. I've sat in the hospital many times and worked my way through everything with her. Yeah. I had to check myself out of the hospital to get to her meeting so we could get the results of whether she could stop her medicine or not. And so for the Butte Police Department to call her an object hurt my feelings really, really bad. Now, they showed up at your house with... Five officers. Did they arrest you? No. And I was holding my my son's ex-girlfriend in my lap because her brother, Colton, had just um, committed suicide. Hmm. And she's seen it. She went running after him. and, And so when they showed up, I was rocking her in my lap. And I heard a knock at the door, and uh, I said, come in, and they didn't come in. So I sat Kaylin down on the couch, and uh, I said, stay here, baby, and I'll be right back. So I got up, and I seen two officers, so I let them in. And I went over, and I put Kaylin back on my lap. And uh, then I looked back up, and there's five officers. And I said, okay, obviously you're not here about my daughter. Hmm. And um, they told me that it wasn't a felony. I said, it's a felony to disturb a graveyard. And I had a memorial in my dining room, in my front room, like off Mm. in the hallway for her. I said, and I went to stand up and he pushed me back down in the chair. And I said, whoa, 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 I'm the victim here. I'm the victim. You know, you guys honored my daughter the way you honored her to completely disrespect her after she's dead and call her an object. And then Ed calls me up and he said he wanted to do a news article on it and I said Ed you want to know what my baby ain't your article anymore Mm. we have something that was so beautiful turned out to be so ugly in the end and my baby got honored she did so why she was alive I am so grateful for that because she deserved every piece of that yeah she did every bit of it and I'm so thankful to Butte that they did all of everything that they did for Bridget I mean she had so many flowers and every place in town was delivering her food whenever she wanted it Uh, It was fabulous. I mean, just fabulous. Mm. So I'll take the fabulous part. Yeah. Remember the good things, right? That's right. And so I've had to learn how to sit with the ugly and make peace with it and let it go. Yeah. And let it go. Well, that must, must be some comfort to you knowing that she got to see how much she was loved before she died. Most people don't get to see that. No. She basically had her memorial service and well, she, she was s- part of it. Yep. And uh, and yeah. saw the, I mean, and even leading up to that, before that, I remember, you know, the stories. Yeah. The Yelp, she was on TV. She yeah, she made the, the, she made the books great. in Washington, D.C. Governor yeah. Gianforte honored her as the spirit of Montana. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, so to see that, that must be kind of amazing because, yeah, most people have no idea what people think of them or, 
before they go, you know. Right. And Bridget, you just have to she, hope people like you, you know. Yeah, and Bridget, she's made the paper in Oregon for the Miracle Baby. Hmm. She made the paper in Florida because we went to this resort to go see the Madagascar penguins and uh, <laughs> Puss in Boots and uh, Shrek. And Bridget kept cutting in line, Kay. <laughs> I mean, right in front of people, and I wasn't, I wasn't stopping her. I was just being happy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, she ain't never gonna do this again. So, yeah. get a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and well, so the news. If you people, get away with it, you get away with it. Yeah. You do it, right? what, do you, what do you want me to do? Pull her out of there? She's gonna keep going. It's gonna look like child abuse in here. <laughs> so just allow it to happen. Yeah. And so that's what I just learned how to do with being. You know, just let it happen. Yeah. And so they, these two reporters come over and they wanted to do an article with Bridget. And I'm like, because of how excited we all was about her seeing her characters, you know? Yeah. Because she did not mind she was cutting in line at all. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't her problem, right? It yeah. wasn't. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> now, when did uh, when did CARE come into your life? Was it the CARE committee? Is that what you... Oh, yeah, the CARE committee. Um, uh, I just started the CARE committee in... Uh, January, I believe, hmm. about, and uh, because I have been struggling with uh, getting money from Social Security and SSI because it's a waiting list. Yeah, and um, I've been needing their help for to get my rent paid, and um, because I can't not not have a place to live, I have yeah. oxygen. Yeah, and so um, the care committee. We come up with that because I heard this saying one time called compassionate action. Hmm. And they came up with the rest of it. Resource education, right? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so if you lead everything in this life with compassionate action, you can't go wrong. Yeah. You just can't. And so even though I am behind on my rent, I know that everything is going to be okay. Hmm. And I, I watch people struggle and they complain and they complain and they complain. And yes, sometimes I get frustrated. We're all human. Hmm. But if you can stop yourself at the moment that you find yourself complaining and just breathe. I never understood really what the meaning of just breathe for cystic fibrosis meant until... Hmm. I had to just breathe myself. Yeah. And I was on 100% oxygen for wow. two months yeah. after I got off the ventilator. And then they had me on this other machine that would breathe in really fast for me. And when they'd take it off, I would panic because I literally couldn't get it. It was like my lungs collapse. Yeah. And they are, I got them, they went from 20% to 66%. My address is 66 West Gold. And 66 stands for compassionate action. <laughs> How amazing is that? Yeah. Yes. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grandas, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grandas can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. 
visit Casa Grande Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandesteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Shop where the champions shop at Dig City Supply. The Fan Gear headquarters for all things Montana Tech is right across the street from the Uptown Parking Garage on Park Street. Not only can you get your Charlie or Digger fix, but we carry the area's largest selection of Montana and Montana State apparel, as well as Butte High, Butte Central, and all the elementary school gear. Dig City is also home to the exclusive licensed Butte Icon shirt collection. We partnered with cherished Butte institutions to offer one-of-a-kind graphic tees from places like the Silverbow Drive-In, Beef Trail Ski Area, Bonanza Freeze, and our brand new Evil Knievel designs. Head uptown to Park Street and check out Dig City Supply and find us online at digcitysupply.com. Is your house too cold or is it too hot? Either way, Lockmer Sheet Metal is here to help. With more than 40 years of experience in the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning trade, Lockmer Sheet Metal strives to bring quality service and knowledgeable work to help with your HVAC projects or needs. Lockmer Sheet Metal offers repair services for all forced air, central air systems, installation of new HVAC systems, service contracts for maintenance and service, all residential and commercial applications, fabrication of sheet metal for all types of projects and ventilation and exhaust systems, as well as commercial heating and cooling. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerSheetMetal.com to warm up or cool down with Lockmer Sheet Metal, your local dealer for train heating, cooling, air handling, and ventilation products. Remember Lockmer Sheet Metal for all your home heating and cooling needs. Lone Peak Physical Therapy is your premier privately owned physical therapy, occupational therapy, certified hand therapy, pelvic health, and personal training facility located right here in beautiful Butte, Montana. With over 21 years of experience, our team here at Lone Peak is hyper-focused on you, your goals, and finding a way to help you get better faster. We provide one-on-one -on -one care with the highest quality specialized services. Are you tired of dealing with your low back pain, arthritis, carpal tunnel, neck pain, headaches, and shoulder pain? Did you just have a recent surgery? Do you struggle with feeling off balance or do you get dizzy during your day? How about a custom splint built for your hand and wrist? Did you recently have a baby and now your body feels tremendously foreign to you? Look no further. We are here for you and ready to help you move better and feel better every step of the way. You do not need a doctor's referral to come in and see us. We accept health insurance and also offer comprehensive self-pay options. Don't settle for mediocre health care. Your journey to living better and getting back to doing what you love can start today. Give us a call at 406-494-7050 or visit our website at LonePeakPT.com to speak to an expert now. Were you ever out of an apartment? Um, I was uh, living with my sister-in-law when I got out of the hospital because uh -huh. I missed my ride to the um, uh, nursing home. Yeah. And uh, the lady that ran her apartment complex, because it's a low-income apartment complex, and because I, I couldn't get into work because I didn't have no income. Yeah. And, um, but I finally found that she, she was on the verge of losing her job, let me stay there. And so I, I did find a place... And so um, I moved into there, and um, and so I've just been waiting for the back rent to get caught up, and it will get caught up. Yeah. It will. The, the government right now, and it's I can't blame it on um, Action Inc. 
all the way around, you know, because the government is responsible for helping people out. Yeah, there's a lot of red tape and a lot of, uh, yes. you know, yes, slow yes, yes. moving and I got objects sick. there. I got sick on the job. I was, at, I was working in Billings at Casey's Dream. Hmm. And um, I was, uh, one of my girls at my group home, she got sick. And so I called my boss and I said, uh, I'm taking her to the hospital, so I'm going to need her, I, her, all her information. Yeah. And uh, I said, I'm not taking no for an answer. So I'm taking her to the hospital. I brought her to the hospital, and as I was sitting there with her, I started getting sick and just getting drained like she was, yeah. you know. And so um, I had called Brittany, and I said, because the COVID situation was so bad, I said, if we don't walk down the group home, you might have some violations. So I'm like, I don't mind staying there. I've sat with my daughter sick many years, you know, mm. for 15 of them. I can sit with these girls while they're sick and be sick myself. Mm. And I was with them for five days and they got better, mm. but I had to call and have somebody come cover my shift because I heard that voice say, it's time to go to the hospital. Yeah. And I drove myself to the hospital. And um, when they took an x-ray of my lungs, you couldn't even see my lungs. Really? Yeah, they were completely full of fluid. So I was in a hospital room for two days, and then I remember waking up, and this lady was on top of me, and they're running me, like running. And I'm like, where are we going? They're like, we got to take you down to the ICU and put you on a ventilator because you're not going to make it if we don't. And I said, I don't want to be on a ventilator. Mm -hmm. And as fast as I said that, I heard a voice say, but you got two boys to take care of. Yeah. And I was like, I got two boys to take care of. I was like, I'll go on the ventilator. Hmm. And so, and Joshua, my son, I guess, I don't remember, but he would call me every day and he would talk to me on the tablet, I'd play his game and talk to me on the tablet every day while I was on the ventilator because I couldn't have no visitors up there. And so my boys, my son Joshua, when Bridget passed away and the mortuary had showed up, he wouldn't let the mortuary man pick her up. And it was the first time he ever touched a dead body, ever. And we buried a lot of people, but he went and grabbed Bridget <coughs> out of my hands and he put his hands underneath her. And because of how cold she was, he kind of stopped. Hmm. But when he kept followed through with it, I looked at him like he was my hero, you know, because he literally picked her up and stepped over the couch where she was laying down and put her in the body bag and zipped her up. And and then my boys taking care of me. I couldn't have asked heaven for a better a better team ever. Yeah. Not many people have that. Not many people know that kind of love. They just don't, and it's sad to me. Hmm. And them are the questions that I kept asking why for after Bean died. Because I just ignored it. Yeah. I was like, you know, I don't care what your parents are doing. The kids can come to my house, you know. You know, what they're doing is their business. Come yeah. over and hang out Bean. And because Bridget, or I'd be at work, you know, and Bridget <laughs> would call me and she'd be like, Mom, I got five friends over. I'm like, let me see. <laughs> Show me the room, Bean. <laughs> five friends. Huh? Yeah, five. <laughs> because I'd come home and there'd be like 20 kids there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what yeah. she would do. Five was just a go-to number there. Hey, well, Try to relax you. Uh, yeah, so I'm like, show me the room, Bean. And then I made her show me around the whole house so nobody was hiding. Yeah. I come home. Yep. <laughs> There's still a whole bunch more kids. She goes, well, there was five at the time, Mom. <laughs> Ooh, 
ooh. It multiplied, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, ooh. And I'm like, and then they're, but because they're all my nieces and my nephews, because I get frustrated and I feel bad because I'm frustrated. I'm, oh, you guys can stay. <laughs> Everybody can stay. Just be good. Excuse me. Just Sorry. be good. So, but the kids were always good. No. Always good. And, and I loved having the kids. When all the kids were gone after being died, I was alone. I felt yeah. so alone. My son Nathan lost it and ended up taking off. And uh, my son Joshua ended up becoming my babysitter because I ended up going to a dark place over what happened with my daughter's ashes and, yeah. you know, right in front of my niece who just, my son's ex-girlfriend who literally just watched her brother's brains yeah. go all over the wall. I mean, she's just a kid. Well, that had to be tough, though. You, you don't really have a home. You're coming out of the hospital. Yes. I'm, yeah. um, I got a house right now. And uh, so I'm going to say I got a home. Mm. And I'm going to say the rent's going to be paid. Yeah. Well, and rent, a, that's a big obstacle. Uh, yes. Until yes, you yes, talk, yes. talk about getting into a place, you're looking at several grand. Yes. Just it, to look yes. at the first last month. And, yes. And my boys have been very good. They pay my power. My water, my internet, my phone bill, they pay for my hygiene, they pay everything. Yeah. Yeah. And what does care come in that they, uh, they help you work with? The rent. With the rent, like different organizations? Well, I guess, I think, I guess so. I'm, I'm just, mm -hmm. I think that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously probably more support than that. I see Nikki's here. Yeah. You know, so you're. It's, yeah, it's not just a government agency that's saying no, 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 sign no. this here, do this. Well, there are people who actually care about you. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Joan's a wonderful lady. Them people down at Action Inc. are wonderful. Mm. And I met Nikki, and Nikki's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we're going to become partners in, in crime on this compassionate action business. I think. Yeah. Well, what was your plan for that? Um. Well, Nikki. What is our plan for this? <laughs> <laughs> You're working on the plan. You have big dreams. You just got to work on the details, right? Well, we got big dreams. Yeah. I promise you that we do. Yeah. Yes. And I've got lots of ideas and I've got a whole plan in my book because that's all I've been doing is trying to figure out how to fix it. And what is the ultimate goal for you, though? What is it just to try to... To, to bring awareness to the homelessness, mm -hmm. the... The lack of um, help in our community, the lack of uh, government assistance, um, the lack of compassion, yeah. and why people have to wait so long. I was working, taking care of people, and I'm uh, still waiting for help. Yeah. And it's not Action Inc.'s fault. They've got to wait for the government to approve the money. Yeah. And... You know, because Governor Gianforte did honor my daughter, I did call and leave a message with his secretary, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping he gets back to me. You know, because we are all human at the end of the day. I don't care yeah. if you're the president, the pope, or if you're me. Yeah. We're all human. When the compassion part, I think, um, well, you talk about your sign. You know, your daughter made the sign to make some money, but you see people doing that with signs. And I think the number one thing you do is you don't make eye contact, right? You drive by them, you don't look at them. Oh, no. You know, that's, I mean, that's how people yes. in general are. They don't, 
don't look at those people. You see people on the streets, you don't yeah, look at Yeah, that's rude. Them. You just kind of walk by, and that's kind of what society does. Yes, to it's, like and that, it's right? rude. Yeah. Because there is some people out there, and my son, he's very good. He knows a lot of them, and he understands that some of them are alcoholics. Yeah. And some of them are so sick. Like, I lost my mom to alcoholism. I lost my auntie to a pill addiction. And my Uncle Pat, to out. My grandma buried all five of her kids before she died. Jeez. My grandpa buried all five of his kids, his wife, and lost his house. He worked for his whole life, and he was the boss of the water company for 35 years here in Butte. Wow. Yes. So when people try to tell me about a sad story, yes, life is full of sadness. Yeah. But if you can look through the sadness and you can see the beauty in it, that's where you find the life at. And that's, it's amazing that you see the, the world that way. Yeah, I never understood. what you've been through. Yeah, I never understood how other people did it. Yeah. Didn't understand it. And I'm glad that I'm back to a place now that I can see it even better than I could before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look out ahead of your life. I like to go ahead of it. Yeah. And be like, and, and many different avenues. And be like... Hey, maybe this, maybe this might work, and maybe this yeah. might work, and maybe this will work. But definitely something's gonna work. Yeah, you know, and that's how me and Nikki are doing with the several committees that we're running for right now. Cause, <laughs> and I'm volunteering time. Cause, man, I'm about to sit back on God's time, man. Being still negotiating with St. Peter, God bless you, Bean, <laughs> and St. <Saint> Peter. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so what do you what do you tell people that you know? How how can people become more compassionate? What do they gotta What do they gotta see? Well, you want to. Because that's really what it comes down you gotta to. You got to look in. Yeah. Everybody's so focused on looking out and pointing the finger at somebody else. Yeah. And in order for me to get better, I had to notice that I was doing that. So for every finger I had pointed at somebody else, and I promise you it was a lot of them, mm. I had three pointing back at myself. So I had to find three reasons in myself, and it normally had to do with what was bothering me with the other person, mm. to look on within myself. So for the last four years, I've done steady work at it every day, meditating, studying, reading self-help books, um, being positive, fixing myself up. I mean, I went from my daughter dying to that mess, to getting through that, to getting COVID, not being able to walk, <laughs> and getting through that, and I'm sitting here, and I'm still screaming, go team. Yeah. You know? On oxygen, I don't care. Yeah. I'm gonna do it because I have to. Because I promised my baby I was gonna make it to heaven, <laughs> and I mean my promises. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that, that's part of your journey. This is that's part of your mission yes. to make it to heaven. Yes, yes. Yeah. And if you, if you, if I could explain the feeling of love that you get when you're getting ready to cross over, it's a feeling you won't ever not want to feel again. Yeah. You'll do anything, literally, and I don't care if it's correct to your whole life, your way you speak, the way you talk to people, the way you look at things. I learned to view, like Bridget has a picture of these eyes, these glasses that she drew, and it was a way she viewed the world through her eyes because we traveled the world in our bedroom or the mm. hospital room. And now I can view the world and let my soul view the world people don't know they're not fully connected to their soul anymore yeah. 
Yeah. They don't even believe they have one. Or or some people just believe you're gone. Well, that is not the truth. That is yeah. far from the truth. And the love that is on the other side is just I'm going back to that. <laughs> I know that. And yeah. so if I got to live with the most benevolent love that I can on this planet and and do whatever I got to do while I'm here, I'm just telling you know what? Bean, you've always been the captain. You yeah. and Jesus got yeah. this, I yeah. guess, you know? Yeah. Even Jesus is getting me in for St. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> There's always fun in motion at the big red barn. Old-fashioned service, that's what sets us apart. Where you can win and laugh out loud. The hokey pokey is what it's all about. Where neighborhood people have good old-fashioned fun. There's always something here for everyone. Everybody knows the place to go. Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar. 5518 Designs is your Montana lifestyle apparel headquarters in Uptown Butte. We're gearing up to launch all of our brand new designs for the summer. All our designs are created in-house, actually in the cabin that we have in the back of the store, and they're meant to get you psyched about all your summer adventures. Whether it's biking, hiking, floating, festivaling, or just chilling lakeside, we've got the tees, hats, hoodies, and gifts that everyone is sure to love. And we haven't even mentioned our unique line of Butte gear, but we'll save that for another commercial. In the meantime, stop into 5518 Designs at 27 North Main Street in Uptown Butte and shop online at shop5518.com. Are you looking for somewhere to watch your favorite teams play or just somewhere to meet your friends? Or are you looking for a place to hold your big celebration or cater your private event? Look no further than Metal's Sports Bar and Grill. They can do it all. With their 31 big screen televisions, you will not miss a second of action, and a full menu of cooked to perfection favorites is sure to please. Try the Vault Burger, raise fingers, or one of Chef T's specialty items. Or just enjoy a drink and some friendly company with Dave and the staff as you take in the action at Metal Sports Bar and Grill. Metal Sports Bar and Grill is located on the corner of Park and Main in historic Uptown Butte. Stop by today or check out their menu at metalsportsbarandgrill.com. Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now, it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh-brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save five cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. Well, it seems like, you know, a lot of people will talk talk a talk after something happens, you know, say they're going to do something, but you're really... Doing it. Doing it, yeah. You're yeah, not, yeah. You're not just 
You're not just not it's just not blowing smoke. No, here. I'm really doing it. Yeah. And so what you go you would you, would you like to see just so there's you'd love to look a beaut and see yeah. nobody homeless. Nobody homeless. Yeah. Cuz one's and, too many, and right? And nobody and nobody hate themselves for what they have to <clears> do to be comfortable in their skin until they can work through their problems. Yeah. To get comfortable enough in their skin to be stable again. Yeah. But that takes work. And it takes steady work on yourself. And it takes stuff that you have to look at that you don't want to look at. But if you do it, it's worth a journey. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And, and it's worth asking for help, too, right? It, absolutely. Well, I asked for help. Mm. And I told the psychologist lady everything I was doing to help myself. Mm. And she told me, well, it looks like you got it figured out. Uh-huh. And then I became agoraphobic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. I don't know anybody who's got it all figured out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so then, yeah. all I kept hearing was, be still, child, and know that I am God. Yeah. And I swear, now that's all you hear. I was like, weird. Yeah. Is, it, is it still a struggle for you, though, to, to fight the depression? Because obviously depression is something that comes and goes. Yes. You know, you get rid of it, and then it, all well, of a sudden, uh, bam, it's right back. Like with yesterday, with graduation, and mm-hmm. Bridget would have graduated yesterday, and she did. She walked across the stage with her cousin. Yeah, which is awesome. We get yeah, and but still dealing with it. It's it is not easy when her birthday comes around. Like we rented the suite at the motel and fabulous suite down there for a birthday party. I mean, we still just try to keep it alive. Yeah, uh, we because I have learned that spirit. No matter who you know in this life, if you've loved somebody and they've crossed over, you still love them. Yeah. You don't just not, don't stop loving them. Yeah, they're always They're right always there, yeah. there. And if they're your kid, they came from you. Mm-hmm. So you then nobody can take that from you. Just like they can't take my family from me. They're, they're still with me. Their body might not be in here no more, but they're sure good help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's good. Now, how about health-wise? Are you, uh, you, are you making progress? Well, I went from 20% lung function to needing an med- emergency lung transplant, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get it because of my size, my weight. My BMI has to match my height. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm working on the weight thing right now. But I've got my lung function up to 66%. Yeah. So that's really, yeah, that's yeah. really good. That so, probably feels amazing compared yeah, to what you were through, though. Even yes, I've kind of hit like a, a plateau right now, mm-hmm. but I'm still losing weight. And so... And I'm still here. So. So are you out walking, doing stuff like that? Well, you know, I've learned these bed exercises, Kay. Uh I got this app for these bed exercises. And I was like, yes. Mm Because I run out of air. But then I taught myself even how to do the plank even. I was so excited. I could do it. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's that is one of the least fun things to do in the whole world is no. a plank. Hey, but when you do it, when you can do it, when you could not walk or roll yeah. over or even go to the bathroom yeah. and you finally can do it and you're like you get so excited with yourself. Like yeah. I'll be in my room throwing awesome. parties with myself. I'm like, yeah, it's high five in myself. Yeah. And you're probably getting those a lot too as you're working out more yeah, and more. Yeah, you're probably yeah, yeah. more more little victories. Yes, 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 yes. And then I started fixing myself up, making myself look like a girl. I never did that before. Yeah. I was always just the mom. Yeah. I was always just the mom, Bean's mom, you know? Yeah, the driver. Nathan, the, yeah. yeah. Nathan and Josh and Bean's mom. <laughs> and now I'm me. Yeah. And so I guess I was sent back to find that. Yeah. And show the world that it is okay. 
It is okay to struggle. It is okay to see the darkness. It is okay to be wherever you are. But it is not okay to stay there. It's a personal choice if you want to stay there and dwell in the darkness. I believe that only gives the devil power. And when I pray, I pray that even the people in, that are trapped in hell, even the devil will make it back to heaven <laughs> so he can answer to God. I Literally, I'm not joking you. No. I pray for that. I do. You pray quite a bit. I pray every all day long. I pray every... Do you go to church or you just pray at all? Well... You know, I've never really felt like he had to go to church, yeah. but I've had went to church a couple times. And um, one time I got invited up to the church and it was through Action Inc., me and another girl that's on the committee. And I didn't know she was going to be there. And the preacher washed our feet. Really? Yeah. There was 12 of us. Hmm. And the preacher washed our feet for Holy Saturday. And... Was that an experience for you? That's yeah. Pretty yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And people say there's not a creator. Well, in the beginning of the Bible, it says God spoke it into existence. Mm. And if you believe that your soul is a part of God, everything that you speak with pure intent is spoke into existence. So whether it comes now or it comes in the future, it's coming. Yeah. And so... I believe help is coming. I do. Right. How many people on the committee do you deal with? Ten on, yeah, ten on the care committee. Mm. And on the other committees? There's just a lot of committees. Huh? Well, a few of them. Three. Yeah. Yeah. A 30 on the other committee. Yeah. yeah. They all pretty much share the same goal that you have? Well... Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this with my compassion in my heart because when you're going to go do something and you're going to share your story, mm -hmm. you don't get paid for it. You do it with all the love you have in your heart. Yeah. That way people know you're not a liar. Don't be a fraud. I'm not a fraud. Mm -hmm. I promised my baby I was getting to heaven. I ain't lying on that. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so is, is awareness is that the number one thing we need to focus on yes definitely yeah. definitely awareness and um, being able to look outside the box mm -hmm. because people look at people with shoulds what people should be doing okay well that's what you think they should be doing but in their head you have no idea where they're at yeah. so maybe if somebody can meet them halfway they could try to come some of the way too. Yeah. And then pretty soon you got some healthy people, you know? Yeah. I had to do that by myself in my bedroom with God. There's just something you came to? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. A lot of moments alone. Oh boy. Yeah. Not alone. I, I don't yeah, ever well, say I'm all alone anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Physically alone, Physi but not. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Well, it's pretty impressive that you have uh, such a positive outlook now. Yes. You know, because that's not always easy to have. No. No, everyone, it sure wasn't. You know, everyone is always uh, the why me. Oh, boy, even I people, did it a little. Even people have, a, have given everything, they still think, why me? No, I did it. Yeah. I gave up everything. Mm -hmm. I packed up my daughter's bag, her ashes, and her, her blanket, 
when I left my trailer and three outfits for myself, her nightgown she passed away in, and hopped on a bus to go to Reno, Nevada, and left everything I owned in my trailer. Really? Mm-hmm. Everything. Well, what'd you do there? I went down with my sister to help her with my nephew. Mm. And then from there, I went to Billings. And I got my job at Casey's Dream. And, I, and then I ended up getting sick. Yeah. And then I ended up in the hospital. And that was God still saying, I'm not done with you yet, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're feeling pretty good about yourself now? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, doing things the right way. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And I have people that even check. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just check. You know? Yeah. Well, it's nice to have people looking out for you. Yeah. yeah. And even if they are just checking. Mm-hmm. If you're checking, you're interested. Yeah. You know? And if I can show them, they can try too. Yeah. Yeah. If I can do it, you can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of got to lead by example <laughs> around here. <laughs> And I know your kids are doing pretty good. Oh, yes, 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 yes. My boys are doing great. Yeah. They uh, move furniture all over Montana. Oh, really? Yes. Well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they make good money doing it. Yeah. And uh, it's good that they take care of mom. Oh, yes. Yeah. Want to know why? Because mom took care of them. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. You see a lot of kids and they run away from home. And they'd always end up in my house, and I never minded, you know? Yeah. i just always talk to the parents, whatever. You know, your kid's going to be here for, I don't know yeah. how long. We're going to not make a big deal about it, but they're going to stay because Bean needs company, you know? <laughs> I got him. We'll get him to school, to the doctor. If they need birth control, I'll get them there, you know? <laughs> I never made a big deal about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now, you went to Butte High? Yes. What, what year did you graduate? Oh, 1999. The same year my son was born. Really? Yeah, he was born June 28th, 1999. Also, 99. 99. And then my Nathan, he was born 2001. Mm -hmm. And Bridget was born in, well, Josh was born June 28th. Bridget was born January 28th. And Nathan was born July 5th, all in J months. Yeah. Two on the 28th of the month, (laughs) one on the 5th of the month, and then Bridget died on the 5th of May. Yeah. Crazy how things work out, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, how do you... uh, how do you are you do you just live are you just living day by day do you have like a lot of plans for the future do you look at how far uh, how far ahead do you look you know i've got so many plans mm-hmm. so many and uh right now i'm just trying to wait for them to come into fruition because mm-hmm. i know what's going to happen because they're good plans yeah. and i believe that somewhere in our government they're going to find peace and stop looking for who did what and why and start looking at the when and how to fix it. Yeah. Because there is a lot of money in this world. There's a lot of people and people have lost their compassion literally have lost their compassion. They are so far stuck in their ego and their pocketbooks that they forget to stop because they're so busy that they don't even get to tuck their children in at nighttime. Most of them miss off their children's life. I missed out on a lot of my boys' life because of Bridget being in the hospital. That's why I'm coming back because I got to show my boys how to be good men. I've been a single mom the whole time I've had children. Which is can't be easy. 
but it wasn't that hard either. Not yeah. as hard as the last four years, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you that was hard. <laughs> so do you feel like you're coming out then? Like you're doing, uh, like oh. you're coming out of that dark place? Oh, yeah. Day? I'm way out of the dark place. Yeah. 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 Even mm. with the rent behind. Yeah. I always think of that line, you know, because I battled depression, you know, in my life a lot, you know, and I kind of go in and come out. But yeah, the song uh, Better Days by... Bruce Springsteen. Oh yes, yes, he yes, says, yes, I'm yes. Just, I'm halfway to heaven, just a mile out of hell. And yes, I feel like I'm you want to know what song home. I like is that song by Lee Bryce, Soul. Uh-huh. I like your soul, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sing that song to myself in the mirror. Yeah, I do. It, it, that helps, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I would when, when I'd play Springs that Springsteen song, I'd be you know and just you know cause sometimes I you know every once not as much as I used to, but you get that hit that dark space you know whatever for whatever reason, hit that song and it just can't help but bring you back out yes and so i've learned to find songs that are uplifting and i got these pictures of my daughter and you can see when at her party that she had and you can see her soul in her eyes and she used to say a soul knows what a soul knows and i never understood that until now so she was wise beyond oh wise yeah 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 she could build card houses she could draw with all all of her limbs uh, yeah, she could speak many different kinds of accents, and um, she sat there one day because I shuffled the cards, and she goes, "How do you do that?" Hmm. And so she sat there all day practicing uh. until she could do it. And I had come back from the Ronald McDonald House because I had to go over there and eat every day. And uh, she goes, "Look, Ma, I can do it." <laughs> and I'm like, "You can do it." <laughs> <laughs> so she, she really was a gift to you, wasn't she? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Absolutely, she was. She. She taught me a lot, yeah. a lot, and I'm so grateful for the 15 years that God gave her to me, and I'm so grateful for the years that I have with my boys, yeah. and whatever my mission is now, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> well, I, I can't wait to, to check in with you down the road Yes. and see how that mission is going. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, me and, me and Nikki over here... <laughs> Yeah, she's my partner. Yeah. yeah. Where she's heaven sent, I, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a really good uh, group that you're running with now. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. God said, I'll lead you to the people you need to be. <laughs> and that's what it is. Did you read the Bible? Well, you know, I've read bits and pieces of it, yeah. but I have these Jehovah Witnesses that come to my house and they find me fabulous, okay? <laughs> and uh, they do. <laughs> they come in and uh, they ask me, they're like, what is God? And I said... God is everything that is love. And I started to name off everything that was just benevolent about God. And he opens up the Bible to the scripture. And I, I'm not even joking you verbatim, every word verbatim he, that I just said out of my mouth, never even read the passage, he said out of his mouth. Really? And I'm like, see, that's the way it goes right there. That's <laughs> when you talk with your soul, soul knows what the soul knows. Yeah. I don't care what church you go to. That's if you believe awesome. in God, God believes in you. Oh. If you believe in your soul... That's what runs your body. That's why they can't do nothing on your brain after you die. The soul runs the brain. Yeah. It does. They can't do no work on your body without the soul. And I mean, they can. I mean, they can work on it yeah. and study about it. But <laughs> there's nothing functioning in there firing off if the soul's yeah. not in there. Well, I think I could sit here and talk to you for probably days. Yeah. You're, you're very interesting. Thanks. But I know you, you got an appointment here, so yes, we yes, better yes. wrap things up. Yeah, we got another thing to do. Yeah, but I, I appreciate uh, your time and I appreciate yes. what you're doing, and it, it's good to see that 
you're doing good. Yes, 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 yes. You know, I'm I, grateful to be here. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, yeah, the family that I that of you that I know, I I just think the world of. Yes. You know, and I never got to meet you meet you before, so I'm glad that I met you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah, well, good luck with everything. Yes. A anything yes. you want to say before we go? I think you said it all. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Proud to be from you, America, USA.